Yo, it's your boy CJ, the X Factor. We coming to you a day later due to technical difficulties, you know, management situations. Our uh, producer won't be doing too much producing. But yeah, we back here today <clears throat> bringing to you the world of sports. Um, we well, we got another shining, yeah, you know. Rock again. Yeah. It's your boy Sanzo. Sanzo Marake Gay, you know, Dr. Sans. That's a new one I just come up for myself. That's a new one? That's a new a- one. Everybody been here but Dr. Sans. No way, no, that's a Dr. Yeah, Sans. It's almost like, like he got a copyright that because we know a Dr. Sans. So, like. That ain't the real Dr. Sans. Wow. Right? So, we back at it again. <sighs> we just wrapped up another great, great week of of NFL football. What games stood out to you this, this, this week, Loaf? Um, what, football? Yeah, football. Um, obviously, the fucking Patriots and Dolphins was a big disappointment to me. Because, like, we legit let them, give them a little head start. Run them down. Pass them. Last play of the game. Very you can let these about. fellas throw the ball. First of all, it was a throw. Then he catch the ball. Miss tackle. He lateral it. Miss tackle. He gone into another player. Stumble. The person behind him started. Another player from the Patriots team started to to, to celebrate. Because he saw him stumbling like, okay, he's going to the ground. So he's turning around and celebrate. Next thing you know, he stumbled. Catch his balance. Run round. Then Gronkowski. <laughs> Gronkowski, the last person to beat. He had a whole 40-yard head start on this boy. He see this boy running and coming from a mile away. And he can break off stumbling, bumbling, going on there. He fall down before the boy even reached the end zone. That was... That was insane watching that. Wait, that was dope. Wait. I, I wonder why he had Gronk out there, though. It was a... To me, it was a... Over... Like, he overdid it. Because, like, you would put Gronk in there if they had the ball on their 30. Like, if they was on a 30-yard line going to the end zone because they could throw a Hail Mary into the end zone. Yeah. They had the ball on, like, their, the, the, the other side of the field on the 35. There's no way in this green earth that Ryan Tannehill is throwing a ball 70 yards with pressure on him coming, like, that far. So, like... You don't even need Gronk in there to say, oh, he can catch a Hail Mary. That boy is not throwing the ball that far. The only quarterbacks I've ever seen throw a ball 70 yards is Jamarcus Russell, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers. And none of them was on the field that day. I don't... So, like, Gronk shouldn't even be in that in that backfield because he could not throw the ball that far. Yeah. So, like, I feel you should have played a normal... Defense. Prevent defense. And put your three safeties at the top there. Who could run the running back down? Crown can't catch that yeah, boy. I felt like um, Belichick, he, he, like you say, he, overth- he overthought that. I think he 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 tried to come up with a situational defense that he thought would have been, I guess, perfect for that situation. But I feel like he just. Wait, Tana Hill couldn't make that throw. He and Tana Hill, Tana Hill is literally coming back off a shoulder injury. He couldn't make that throw if he's 100% healthy. He couldn't make that throw. How you think he's going to make a 70-yard pass coming off a shoulder injury? So I was like, wow. When I saw that, I was like, like I was already talking about the Dolphin fans, telling them how garbage their team is and how we sweep them this year. Like, it was legit only seven seconds left. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I mean, I guess it happens. But the thing is, with that play, teams try it almost every week. 
Like every time you have a close game or something coming on to the end when you need a, a 60, 70 yard play, teams always try that. Even in college football. Yep. But it it rarely works. Like that legit was a one or five percent chance it actually worked this time because that rarely yeah. works. So you gotta live with the with the results because um you could see that was a junk play, obviously. And I mean sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it'd be like sometimes you lose crazy crazy, crazy ways. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> Dolphins, I don't know, but they always yeah, the pull Dolph- off one on your that, that legit was their Super Bowl. Like, they you couldn't talk to off. no Dolphin fan from Sunday up until today. Like, legit, they still living on. But we beat you. I'd be like, bro, bro, bro. You realize there's a game tonight into the next week? Like, that's last week. Like, oh, we beat you and we beat you. It's like, okay, okay, boy. Yeah, I guess we'll send y'all rings in the mail. I don't know. I don't <laughs> understand it. It wasn't the Super Bowl. Y'all still might not even make the playoffs. We probably, still can win. Ain't. We still can win y'all division. We uh, like, <laughs> come on, like okay, y'all win that one. Congratulations. We give y'all y'all props, but stop overdoing it, man. Like, real. But the thing about it now, because uh, a lot of Bahamians listen to our pod more than foreigners, right? We had a situation at the same Dolphin game. Where we had a Bahamian man, Jesus. a Bahamian now, older, I guess, let's say 30,000, 30,000 individuals who was to that game. Out of all of them, a Bahamian man who flew all the way to Miami to watch that game, caught the game winning ball. Good decision. Way to go. He yeah. was wearing a Patriots uniform. He was in the hype at the moment. And he made a video and he said, Oh, I don't want anything to do with any dolphins. I don't want nothing from them. I don't even want this ball. And he sold it to the guy in front of him for five hundred dollars. Now, before I tell the rest of the story, it sounds good. And most of y'all out there already know where I gain. But that guy turns around and the person who who threw the ball into the stands, Kenyon Drake, the running back for the Miami Dolphin says he would pay up to $40,000 for, that for the same ball that this fool caught and 10 seconds later sold it for $500. Like, how you, would you feel? You can't make that stuff up, boy. Like, boy, I would be hurt. I mean, boy, you have to have no, common sense to know nope. <laughs> that <laughs> that ball might actually be worth something. But in that hype, like, he legit took that video while the crowd, the crowd was still cheering and the Dolphins were still on the field. Like, he was so in the hype that the Patriots lost and the way they lost that he was just like, get this ball out of my hand. I don't... He wasn't even thinking about the financial gain of it. Well, I look at it like this, right? At least he got fired. No, man. No. No. At, at least he got fired. But $100. I had to catch that ball and I had to put that underneath my Patriots jersey and I had to hug that to my chest and I had to call security. <laughs> Listen... Walk me to the locker room or lock, walk me to the managers. I'm not leaving the stadium. Walk me there. And I'd have gone in that locker room. i say, hey, this is the game winning ball that you guys throw into the stands. Any bits? I need, I, I ain't leaving here with less than 25 grand. I going back to the Bahamas in the morning. I need my money. Listen, if I did that, I wasn't even but, fucking... I, but they, they had problems with me, but I wasn't I, letting that ball go. I was calling the police. I was, calling, I was taking pictures and saying, listen, if this ball come out of my hand, it was stolen. This is my <laughs> ball. Don't let these fellas gang me and take my ball. I mean, how he could just sell it so easily, though? And it's not him, you know. I ain't only blame him. If that was my boy, 
Because someone took the video. Yeah. How, how, like, you can't how you can even let your boy do that, you make a stupid no, decision? I say, but listen, listen, hey, hey. I know. I if you want to be mad. that dumb that you want to sell it, I got 500. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this 500 radio, I can give you 500 for that ball since you don't want it. Yeah. I can take that ball off you. I understand your mind. I know one thing. Don't look back at me. Yeah. When I cash this in for 30, 40 grand. I say, millions? bro, you get your 500, right? But sure. Go that way. No, but I don't. I don't understand. How we, how we even thought that was a smart idea. But Wait, that was like legit. You realize like the Dolphins and the Patriots that's their Super Bowl, and they won on a miracle play, and you can throw that ball away. No man. As memorable as that game the, would be. But and don't let the Dolphins make the playoffs. If the Dolphins do make the playoffs, it's because of that game, that ball, that play. That's the ball. I would hold that. I wouldn't. I might not even sell it that day. I'd hold that and tell probably the end of the season. I would hold that. And if them niggas made the playoffs, that game on eBay. I'd hold that. The only thing I probably let them do is sign that. I say, bro, I can put it on eBay and on two of us can make money. Well, whatever it sell for, we can split this 75, 25. Because technically it's still my ball. I only gave you 25 because you sign it. <laughs> he, Don't run out now. He might have flinking. Well, I don't know. He can't do that. He throw it in the stance. He throw it in the stance. That is coming in the clause. They say, but if you once you catch a ball in the stance, that's your ball. That's but, coming in tickets. But I, he wouldn't have got no deal with you, though. He would have flicking. He would have won that ball for himself. Oh, well, baby, big man, you got to pay me. I man. didn't tell him he had to pay up, though. That one over? I said, bro, you got to pay up. And what? you got to move me out flicking. Yeah, man, I need to live. I need. I got to go life a key, bro. You some billionaire. But I only need one little two, three hundred thousand. <laughs> I build me a nice household west. And I, would, I, and, I live good. And I live good. I I need to be a remote. Yeah. I need to be No, I can't. I can't go back in. civilians. I can't go back in Pinewood. Because the second I get a 30 grand in Pinewood, niggas only can break into my house and I take mean, my new TV. That could be all over the news Take my new Honda. Take my new clothes. My new Tommy. No, man. I can't live I like that. I need to be behind the gates in addition <laughs> to my 100 grand. Yeah, because wait. I don't know what type of decision that was or who was his financial advisor. You know, not obviously. But he, 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 he can have to do something about that. I mean, he can't do nothing about it, but... I guess it's a life lesson. Because that was... It's a life lesson, but he ain't gonna ever get it back. Like, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You just looking. <laughs> anyway, some behemoth would benefit off that. They'll know next time. You know? Hopefully. The, the saying goes, some, sometimes people gotta die for other people to live. <laughs> that boy die. Sick nigga. So, someone else, someone else can get the point. I guess. Um, also, another game that caught my eye was uh, Monday Night Football. You had the Rams playing the Bears, Chicago Bears. Now, surprisingly, I thought the Bears was a first like beginning season fluke because you have teams that be so the first six games of the season or the first eight games of the season they go like five and three or six and two, and you be like, yeah, yeah, they do the first half, yep. but then they faltered on then. The Bears are legit. Mm-hmm. The Bears have a top defense. Top. And they have the best. To me, Khalil Mack is the best offensive, I mean, defensive player in the league. Aaron Donald is great. The difference is Aaron Donald is a defensive lineman, and he's always been a defensive lineman. Khalil Mack has made the Pro Bowl as a defensive lineman and a linebacker. So he does it at Aaron Donald's position, and he does it at another position. So, like, I put him above Aaron Donald because he does it at two, sometimes three yep. position. Whereas Aaron Donald, he does rehab as a D lineman. But, but Khalil Mack is just it. The, the Bears, um, 
this, they, 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 right now, they, they, they legit could suffocate your your team. They suffocated the Rams' yeah. offense. That's that's a shutout, complete shutout. And to me, I just feel like, boy, if they could get that that offense together, which is the pro, this is Achilles heel. If they could get, I mean, I know they have a nah, not not Trubisky, boy. Trubisky is he's good. He, he's nice. He already showing that he could get the yards, he could get the touchdowns, and he could limit his intercession. They need to build wide receivers, running back. On offensive line, and they have cap. The yeah. thing is, if, if that team could be dangerous next year, if you see them pulling a guy like Le'Veon Bell in the off season, mm-hmm. like that would be crazy. Le'Veon Bell, if I was him, I'd be looking at the Bears, the Colts, because the Colts doing good with Andrew Luck now, and that and now offensive line holding that. They come the only thing they need is a running back, and the next place I'd look at is the Texans. Because even though they have Lamar Millard running back, but you put a, a Le'Veon Bell in the back there with, with Deshaun Watson and that crazy defense they have too, but listen, that, that team would be sick. So Le'Veon Bell, he might have sit out the season, but I think next season, but if you fantasy guys who listening out there, next season could be Le'Veon Bell. Depending on the team he go to. Come back season of the year. Like, once he pick a right season, and see, the, the thing is, the good teams have cap space. You got the Colts who got good cap space. You got the Bears who got good cap space. The only yeah. team that could really mess him up, if he really getting for all the money, maybe the Raiders, maybe the that Jets. That would be a horrible fit. If he go to the Raiders or the Jets. Uh, I could see him going to, I mean, listen, New York is a big market. I hope he don't go to the Jets. I, I definitely could see a fit inside Chicago because, I mean, I, I believe the Bears, they, got, they might make some noise in this NFC. Because, I mean, their defense is outstanding. And if you have an outstanding defense, that's the base. All you need now is competent quarterback play up until you reach the Super Bowl. And if Trubisky, if he could give them competent play from that position, you have Khalil Mark holding it down. I think they, they, they might be some stiff competition in, in NFC. I know you have you have the Saints there, obviously, and, and they, ain't gonna be, they could be a stiff Challenge or, or whatever, but what they did to the Rams, who was the best team for the first however weeks of the season? They still the best team to me. <sighs> they've they've they still the best all around. They're the best all around. You got teams like the Saints, them who's supposed to be better, but they getting beat from the friggin' Cowboys. The Saints are just up and down. The up Kansas down. City Chiefs get, getting beat from other teams. Up like, and down. You gotta realize, but besides, uh, I I feel like they're the best all around team. Their thing is, they have yet to me, they have yet to put together a complete game. Um, so that's very scary because some of the games they won, they won because their defense have taken over and suffocated other teams. And then some of the games they won, like that Kansas City game, they outscored teams. Like their defense did crap and gave Kansas City like 30 something points, but their offense put up another 30 something or 40 something points. So, like, you got to look at it as they have yet to play the game where their offense is putting up 40 points and their defense is putting up zero or three or seven. So until but when they really do put a full game together, that team could be the the, the, the most dangerous teams in, in the NFL. If they put a full game together, I agree with you. If they put a full game together, but you know playoff time is different. So we'll, we'll see what happens with them. I was actually impressed with Kansas City's win against Baltimore. I was really impressed with that. Um, Baltimore ain't good. But they got the number one ranked defense. Baltimore? Yeah. No, not no more. 
They had the one number one ranked defense in the first half of the season, but now Chicago passed them. Um, the Rams passed them. And my team, who I told you all was going to be the sleeper this year, the Texans. The Texans defense have actually right. woken up and passed them because they've get, they've gotten healthy again. And by that Texans team, but I ain't care what no one see. That Texans team, honestly, I'm a Patriot fan. If we buck the Texans in the playoff, I scared. Yo, yo, hold on. I don't usually be scared. We just buck the Steelers, I don't care. We just buck the Jaguars, no, I don't care. The Steelers we just buck other teams, I don't care. If we buck the Texans this year, I legit would be scared of playing them. Because this year is Brady worst year against the Blitz. And all the Texans got is pass it's, rushers. It's, it's age starting to show. They got J.J. Watt. They got Clowney. They got Merciless. All they get is pass rushers that could force and collapse that pocket around Tom Brady. But listen, that would be Tom Brady won his worst they, games of his career. Brady's age is starting to show. Um, play of time, you'd hope he'd get together. But re- re- the, the, the truth is, I mean, you're all in trouble no matter who you're facing here. So you really, uh, really I know, thought... I know that. Yes, anytime you all get on the road... That could be a must-watch game because y'all been struggling on the road this year. You know, y'all y'all have lost some some games to some shorty teams during this year. Yeah, the Dolphins. Dolphins most most notably now, right? But um, the AFC tough. The AFC tough. And that's the that's the good thing is we we, we rarely on the road because we always have home field yeah. advantage. The only team that really has home field advantage over us is Kansas City, mm-hmm. and if they lose, and we tie. We could be the number one seed. So it's almost like the road to the Super Bowl usually every year comes through New England. Usually. So I think Kansas City could close up the season. I, I, I saw they should because their schedule isn't saw that, that That game against the Ravens, I, I was impressed by... They're actually playing tonight, by the way. By them winning a, a close game, even without the, the running threat of Kareem Hunt. Their offense wasn't kicking, and at least Mahomes didn't have to go crazy. You know, like two touchdowns. And they was able to win a, a good game. So I mean, it, it. We know their attack. It's a it's a it's a hot rocket offense. We know that we know how they how they play. But it was good to see them at least win game win games the ugly way for once. So that was good, and I think that's good momentum going into the closing weeks of the season. So I think I still think Kansas City. I'm not sold on them yet in the playoffs. Not sold on them yet, but I still I do think that um, Mahomes has been. Pretty consistent throughout the season as the type of player he is. They, if Kareem Hunt, I mean, they could face a challenge, but that do it out. Point blank, period. Of course. So that could be a, a, a good subplot to watch, but they have they have a lot of weapons regardless. So that'd be interesting to see how they how they how they feel. So after all that, you feel Mahomes is the MVP. I do think Mahomes is the MVP. I do think Mahomes is the MVP. If they might finish with the best record. Um, he has been fairly consistent. Even on games, he's played bad. Um, he's um, and bad to his standards, I guess, with the picks and all that, the interceptions. He's still had uh, games with very good passing yards, touchdowns, multiple touchdowns. Obviously, it's the offense that he plays in, right? That's part of the reason why he's he's such a good player. But we know how this works, bro. You know, we know how this works. If your team went in, you putting up the stats, you got a good chance to carry the trophy home. I think he'll win MVP at the end of the year. It, it, to me, it's, uh, I guess it's possible, but his knock will be the, the team and the people around him. You have basically the best tight end 
besides Gronkowski. You have the basically the fastest running back. I mean, the fastest wide receiver mm-hmm. in Tyreek Hill. Yep. And you had basically one of the best running backs most of the season and a good defense. Yeah. The thing is, if it was a year, they haven't had this in years past, but if it was a year for a defensive player to win MVP, it would be this year. And it, it probably would be between Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. And it's because their records are just as good as Mahomes' records. And their defense are ranked number one and two in the league. So you already have everything that you could say for Mahomes. Okay, he is the leader of the best offense or the best this and the best that in the league. You could say again with Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack, Mm -hmm. they're the best player on the best defensive team or the team with the most sacks or the team with the most interceptions or the team with the most pressures, the quarterbacks and all that. You have these two guys there and they're head and shoulders the best player on the best defense on the best team. So like, I feel it'll be a very close race, but I, I don't know, like, cause see, it's a media based thing. So yeah, that's exactly what it's it is. however they choose and usually offense usually prevails. Nah. So you, I guess it'll be either Mahomes or Gurley. Yeah. If Gurley finished strong, cause he had a poor show in against Chicago. Yeah, he did. But that is one of the best, Defensive in in the league, but, but if you was to ask me, right? And like I say, I believe like you, you made a good point. Media base, Mahomes definitely media base. So I, I that's why I feel yeah, that's he like went. the James Harden and Russell Westbrook yeah. thing. Because if you look at it, this ain't nothing new. Kansas City is doing. This is not mm-hmm. like they or they was the worst team last year nope. or the year before when Alex Smith was there. They still was winning ten games a season, yeah. eleven games a season. So it's like. He ain't come into a situation where he brought a bad team and put them into this first place position. He brought a team that already won 10, 11 games last year and the year before, and he just maintained the standard. So it's almost like people like Khalil Mack going to Chicago, and in legit one year, you took Chicago from garbage to the playoffs. So like like I say, I feel... That would be my MVP. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald yeah. should be my friggin' MVP. Yeah, Khalil Mack would be my MVP. Because even last year, the Rams, the Rams made the playoffs, but the Rams wasn't killing, like, how they killing no. this year. But that transformation for the Bears to turn them into that stifling of a defense. Yeah, I'd put, I put, I legit would say Khalil Mack. He would be my MVP. Once he stay healthy. Yeah, he would be my, to be honest. And it, it makes John Gruden just look very, very questionable as to why he let yeah, that Yeah, definitely. And not, and not just Khalil Mack. Look at uh, Amari Cooper. It's, Amari Cooper, Cooper exactly. is legit saving the Cowboys. Saving the Cowboys season. That man had over 200 yards S- receiving. Single only saving the Cowboys. Two season. touchdowns and legit burning. Burning up corners on the outside. Like, Amari Cooper is legit a hidden trade. I legit, even though Josh Gordon is doing his thing in the Patriots, uh, thing him if we need to get Amari Cooper. Boy, listen, that would have been it. Yeah, Amari Cooper, he's, since I trade, he's been. And Doc, I mean, Doc is really steady at the ship. He's really steady at the ship. I, I don't understand, but John Gruden, I mean, Raiders ain't in playoff talks or nothing like that, but it's just, like, you have a 10-year contract. Like I think it's a, it's a like I tell people, it's moderate than football. It's moderate it than what you see on the screen. It have to be. It's a behind the thing. It's a money-making thing. It's a we put butts in seats thing and we trying to spend. I feel like they are tanking right now. They are... 
shredding everything down. That's why they gave them that 10 because they know they're moving to Lo- Las Vegas. When that move happens to Las Vegas, the money they're going to pump into that team, the money they're going to pump into their players, the money they're going to pump into that organization, the money they're going to pump into the marketing, the money they're going to pump into everything is going to turn the Las Vegas Raiders into a championship contender within one to two years. You and so? Definitely. Like, you've seen it now. Look at the Rams. Like, the St. Louis Rams have been garbage from since Kirk Warner left. The St. Louis Rams couldn't get no players yeah. to come to them. I mean, the St. Louis Rams couldn't get nothing. They had to rely on draft picks and praying those guys after their rookie season or their rookie contract wanted to resign. Now you get Dominican Sue leaving Miami to come play with you. You got uh, 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 all type of people coming, leaving their team and demanding trade requests to come to you. Why? Because you left St. Louis, where, okay, it's an okay city and it's okay, cool, but I ain't into that. You went to Los Angeles. Now, it's better to be the L.A. Rams, where you get all that funding, you get all that marketing, all you get all the celebrities, you get all you got Mayweather sitting at your game and stuff like that. You got LeBron coming to your games. You got Beyonce, Jay-Z. You got everybody, Magic Johnson and everyone coming to your games now. It's different. It's a whole different vibe than St. Louis. The Rams aren't even... Now, Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, primetime football. Everybody wants to see the Rams now. So it's a whole different atmosphere. When that team goes to Vegas, everybody will want to see the Raiders. That'll be the, the Las Vegas Raiders. You have people flying into Vegas all the time. But seeing people, Mayweather, LeBron, Magic, Jordan, all these guys come in there to watch the Las Vegas Raiders. So they will put a team together that will be competitive and will put a, a, a good product on the field. Bring my ball, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I do feel, I do feel that um, um, that move, that only could help them. That only could help them. I, um, I still don't know if, like you say, I still don't know if John Gruden is the right man for the job. But um, they definitely be an attractive destination. Big market. I don't think he'd be the... Uh, it's just... It's always what 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 happens. They hire someone to 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 prime the team up, get them yeah. to a certain point, and then 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 when okay after they done put all that money in and they does build a successful team, they give you a two year window, bro. If you don't yeah. win enough first year or a second win, yeah, you can get you can get the same thing what they did to Mark Jackson. How you think Golden State get to this point? Mark Jackson did all the scouting, drafted all these fellas, did all the thing, get compiled this whole Golden State team, didn't win. That next year, they bring in Steve Kerr, and that one was over. They, they usually that's how it works. Usually though, usually, that's how it is. Usually, you'll you'll really get to see the team reach its full potential then, yeah, once it. you start off as the rebuilding coach. Yeah, same thing with the LA Lakers in the in the, in yeah. the early two thousand. Phil didn't build a team. No, they already signed Shaq. They did already draft Kobe, and then Phil just walked into a great situation that was already put in place. Yeah. So it's like that's how it's be. Yeah, that's that's usually how it is. Um, um, in any sport, really, in any sport. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see what the rest of the NFL season has to hold. Um, definitely, definitely some big matchups coming up. Um, who we got playing this next week? Right now, we got the Chargers and the and the Chiefs playing. 
Uh, the Chiefs yeah. are up 21-14. Chargers are breaking out all the trick players, trying to keep up, but it looked like the Chiefs are taking over. Not ready to call this game yet, yet but the Chiefs doing their thing. So, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, um, they're close, obviously. Segwaying over to NBA, I don't know what to say about this season. Like, I feel like this season would be one of the most interesting seasons coming down the end that, that we had in a long time. Because in the past couple of years, we have had teams just gliding into the playoffs. Like you had Golden State, already know they're the number one seed, they sliding it. Houston, already know they're in the top seeds, they sliding it. But this year, you got teams like legit the Lakers. I, I legit feel once LeBron stays healthy the whole season... He's the automatic MVP. I don't care if Lakers come in the 8th seed, 7th seed. He will be the lowest seeded MVP that the league has ever seen once he, they make the playoffs. Because even I'm shocked at what's going on with this Lakers team because I expected us to be 500 or so or whatever. We legit beating teams. Like, we beating teams. Like, big teams we beaten and stuff like I. I, I I gotta give LeBron his props or Magic his props and the Lakers their props, but we legit beaten teams. I think I think the the West I, it's a lot more open now, and you guys you gotta give LeBron props for for trading water with this team. I I wouldn't I didn't thought they were harder than him. I mean, although you know we have to see how the rest of the season plays out, obviously, but um, I would say. Um, the Lakers have a case to be made that they are even the second best team in the West, uh, right behind Golden State. I, I listen, I no, listen. I, they legit playing Houston tonight, and Houston beating them by fifteen well, points. Uh, Houston, <laughs> and they, Houston. Um, James Harden waking these. <laughs> oh, James Harden got forever work whoever got him. Oh, but I think I think they have a case that they could. Now I don't think they are. I think um, Denver's been played really well. Um, oh, yeah, we could beat Denver. If, I, if we buck them in the playoff season seven games, I think, we beat them. But that's that's what it is. Playoff basketball is different. Yeah, now, do you have do you have faith in the Clippers have a better record? Do you have faith in the Clippers against the LeBron team? We beat them. Not really. Do you have faith uh, against the Jazz? Oh, we beat them. No. Now the Rockets. I think the Rockets, even though they haven't played good this this, this season so far, James Harden and Chris Paul are still plenty firepower. I think the Rockets could put up a good fight. Against the Lakers, anyone not named the Warriors in a seven game series, um, I think the East is actually more competitive. It is right now. I mean, the Raptors seven and one without flicking Kawhi. Like, I mean, but we should have noticed because the Raptors been a good regular season team for the last X amount of years. Yeah, and it's just a mentality. Like with sports, is it's more. I keep telling people it's more mental than physical. Like legit, you could go on the court and you could be in more shape than me. You could be running up and down and that, but, but if I come out there with that mentality, I can kill you all the night. I can kill you all the night. Like, I gain hot. So, like, I feel like the Raptors have that intensity with them now where they was already good last year. And now you add a top five player. Yeah. You realize that you're good this year. And then you're just saying, like, okay, if he ain't there, we still got a top five team. Like, like legit, they are good Without Kawhi, and with they're even better with Kawhi. Yeah. They're 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 a good team. They're a good team with or without Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi pushes them over the top. But um, when you look in the East, 
that second round could be a dog fight. You talk about Milwaukee, Philly, Toronto, Boston find their stride now. Yeah. That second round, I honestly right now, I can't tell you who would come out the East. No. A lot of people would say Toronto because they clicking on all cylinders now. But, I don't think so. But Philly, I mean, but them niggas ain't all they do no game. He just has to get Jimmy Butler. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Toronto could be the regular season winner of the East, but I feel in the playoffs, but you have people, because see, the thing is, on all them other teams, well, two of those other teams besides Milwaukee, see, with Toronto, you have one superstar, and then you have a bunch of others. Well, you have one other stars. He is not a superstar. Yeah. Larry. And then you have a bunch of good role players. With Boston, you have a Kyrie Irving who could drop 40, proven in the playoffs. And then you still have someone who could guide Kawhi. Not shut him down, you know. But you could make his points hard. You could make him have to drive and tie himself out. You got to make him back down. You got to make him play. And then on the other end, Tatum them go wear, not, not to say kill him, but you can let it, they can wear him down because you got to come off screens chasing behind him. You got to drive with him to the rim. You got to try and block him. So, like, Kawhi could got, get worn down in a seven-game series against the Celtics and against Philadelphia because yeah. now you have Jimmy Butler. The old Philadelphia without Jimmy Butler, Kawhi would kill. Kawhi and the Raptors would probably beat them in five games. With, with Jimmy Butler, on the defensive end, Jimmy Butler could give Kawhi problems. And on the offensive end, he can give Kawhi problems but, again because, boy. And then yeah. now on top of that, you get a 6'10 point guard. You got Joel and B trash talking. You got all these fellas killing your team. Who 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 can stop Philly but, when you get that game? See, but with Philly, that's right. I think defensively, I still think they had it with the, when they had Covington because Covington was a pretty good defender. But that half court scoring with Jimmy Butler has given them, they never had that. And I think. Like that's the that's the big thing in Philadelphia because in the in the crunch time last year they had to go to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons ain't trying to shoot no jumpers. Nope. Embiid used to get double in the post yeah. or whatever. They the case didn't have be. a closer. They didn't have a closer, and uh, you could see Jimmy Butler hit must see two to three game when it since he didn't come there. That's the nigga you you know you could get the ball to in the clutch. He could spread out. He can make something happen, and you got him going back and forth Kawhi. Now, all of a sudden, Kawhi got to worry about flicking. Um, I mean, the Raptors got to worry about uh, Ben Simmons coming down in transition. And then we ain't even touch Embiid yet. Yeah, they got a problem. And, and who knows what happens at the trade deadline. Yeah. If you could dump Jer- dead Marcus hey, Fultz. just dump Fultz. Don't say yeah, dead Fultz. He, he dump dead if, trash Fultz. If you could dump Fultz. And you could get probably a, a shooter. They need an next shooter. Or you could get a, 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 another wingman. Or you could get some. And I don't think your boy play yet. Chandler. Yeah. He hardly played. People forget Wilson Chandler got that because he still is on injury. Yeah. But when he get around to 100%, you could legit put Ben Simmons at the point guard now and put Wilson Chandler at the three, drop Jimmy Butler down at the two, and you legit get a nasty starting five. Yeah, I think they just need another shooter. That's all they need. They, and they have J.J. Reddick. Yeah. They just need to get him on for an offense. Yeah. You don't want to put too much pressure where you have to rely on J.J. Reddick for all your shooting. No. Because defense is a catch on that. So I think once they get another shooter, they was um they they cooling. Um with the Raptors, but I think the biggest pickup for the Raptors, honestly, um, besides Kawhi, 
I mean, Danny Green was an underrated flicking pickup. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know why they. I mean, I guess a salary. But, but listen, they, they throw him in there like he was nothing. But Popovich Danny throw Green Danny Green in there like that nigga was nothing. And it had to been to me a thing where Popovich just wanted to get rid of both those players because Danny Green is really a flicking player, boy. And he he made like that like honestly, Danny Green. The defense and the three-point shooting that he provides, like, even with the rules in there, they didn't have that. And now you add that with Kawhi, that to me is what making him a dangerous flicking deal. And hey, this could be a serious thing. Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee's a good team. I don't think they have the firepower necessarily to beat one of no, those teams. No, Giannis can't do it by himself. He could get yeah. them to the second round. Yeah, He can't get them to the second round. It all depends on... Maybe certain matchups, but I don't think they have the firepower. I do think that it's a, it's a good team. They have a, a solid cast of role players around Giannis, but I've been saying Milwaukee just need to say effort and find one star to pair with Giannis. I don't, I, don't, I just, I really thought they should do that a long time. I didn't think they could lose him. They could be like an Anthony Davis situation. Yeah, because like, but like, I but, honestly feel LA should go in all in on Anthony Davis. I think they would. This, this thing, I, 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 I sure they will. Because of the fact that they have LeBron now. Like, you don't have to wait. Like, how he was waiting the past couple of years. Oh, let's save our salary cap. Save our salary cap. Big man, if you have a player like Anthony Davis who go after right now and get, go after and get him. Because now you already have LeBron. And you don't, you don't have a 25-year-old LeBron. You don't have a 28-year-old LeBron. You don't even have a 30-year-old LeBron. You have a 33-year-old LeBron. And he gets about two, maybe three Good years left, and then that last final year could be legit a a a going away party like what they did for Kobe. That last year LeBron contract could legit be just a memorial. And hey, thanks for coming to the NBA and and dick riding all these years yeah, and they bringing don't go fans. But in these two years, you gonna have to bring another superstar, not no little average or we want a little. Kyle Larry or we want I, I don't even think Campbell Walker is like on a super stack because he's not consistent. He dropping sixty points with you one night, the next night he dropping nine points. No, we ain't into that. You need to put another superstar inside him as in uh, Anthony Davis. A underrated sleeper would be uh Andre Drummond. I would put him on the Lakers if you could get some like if you could just trade a uh, uh, uh my thing is I think honestly and truly I think Brandon Ingram time is up. With the Lakers. I, I, th- I think I do think that for real. Because with the trade pieces, you have to give him up. Yes. You wouldn't give up Kuzma because, see, Brandon Ingram makes about $8 million going on $9 million a year. Kuzma makes $1.5 million. And if you're really talk- talking about saving salary cap, which one you going to pick? You can let Brandon Ingram go and you can keep Kuzma because it's the same. Pro- Actually, Kuzma gives you more production on the court that Ingram and you save an $8 million that you could put in an Anthony Davis pocket or a Drummond pocket or a Cousins pocket or even a Durant pocket so I feel like this is, will this trade deadline will see Brandon Ingram possibly McGee even though he's playing good this you realize this is the best he can play in his career so you have to get sell, sell him at his high point get rid of Brandon Ingram McGee and you bring back uh, Anthony Davis, uh, uh, Andre Drummond, 
and you just give them a bunch of draft picks because the rest of your draft, once you get Anthony Davis or Andre Drummond, the rest of your draft picks could be in the high 20s or, or number 30 for the next five once, years. Once, once you get Anthony Davis. If you get Anthony Davis, you Andy know Davis. for sure that could be a, a 28, 29, 30 because you get into the Western Conference Finals every year and you get into the NBA Finals every other year once you get Anthony yeah. Davis and LeBron James on the same court. With Alonzo Ball, the wing, a hog, the ball as a point guard, and he can space you all out and pass you all that ball and get you all shots. But listen, but, that team would be dangerous. But I need Davis, I agree. Um, Drummond, I'm too sure about it. But Davis, yes. I think the Lakers definitely need the, if they trade Brown, I'm trading for a superstar. I don't think the Pelicans are going to make Annie Davis available by this deadline because they still have another year on his contract. So, but anything can change. And I do think eventually, they have to trade that nigga, but they just seeing. I wouldn't say they ain't do right by him, but the, the Marcus Cousins thing, I I felt like trading for the Marcus Cousins was a smart idea. It didn't work out, but because it didn't work out, um, they got to trade that nigga because I do feel as if he'll leave. Now he, I he I, I heard some people saying, don't trade him because at the end of the day you ain't gonna get what's worth for him, and I agree with that. But at the same time, you have to get back something. And you don't want to be a situation where that nigga leave you for nothing and you don't have nothing. You know, this ain't like an OKC situation. OKC could have let Kevin around leave. They still have Westport to put butts in seats. Yeah, they're they, they, they going to have to get, like I said. And attract potential free agents. They'll have to take the best offer. And I don't think no one will offer you a superstar for Anthony Davis. Not because he's not worth it. No, he's worth it. Because it's, it's New Orleans. Like, no, we're not doing it. Negotiation tactics have gotten a lot better. Yeah, like guys know better now. Yeah. Like that's what causing the Lakers so much because back in the day, we could get a friggin' Paul Gasol for a friggin' Kwame Brown yeah. and Javaris Crittenden. But <laughs> but now, yeah, ne- negotiation no way. tactics. People are are way more smart than they were years ago. So you ain't gonna never you ain't gonna never give up the whole haul for one player, especially if that player making known he want out of that situation. Yeah. So uh-huh. Vanny Davis go to management and say, listen, I want out. Don't expect to get, and I feel like I have to make the Lakers have to make that push because by in the past ten, well not ten, let's say the past five years, you have not been the marquee team to go through too. So you can't say, oh, we can wait till Anthony Davis go to free agency. No big man. We have done seeing what that happened to Lamarcus Aldridge. We done see what that happened with Durant. We done see what that happened with other players who's not even giving y'all calls. Paul George didn't even come to LA for an interview. He's staying yeah. OKC, so you gotta say, listen, let's get this fella while he's under contract, which you didn't do with Paul George, and you which you didn't do with Kawhi Leonard, which you didn't do with Lamarcus Aldridge. And listen, once we get him under contract, this is our yeah. vetting time. We can give you all the experience you need in LA over this next year or two, and then you could choose. Yeah. Listen, I can take over because you know LeBron have four, three years left, four years. After that. That's Anthony Davis' team. Yeah. That might even be Anthony Davis' team now if he come and start beasting out. You know how LeBron go. LeBron like up a man. Yeah. He can tell him, I go, did, listen, this this your team, bro. <laughs> you, you you can have it. I, I only here to, to market my team and make uh, make sure my son make the until, league. Up until he reach the finals and then he won. Yeah, MVP. after he in the finals, <laughs> now he won't drop triple doubles and, and, sh- and foolishness like that but, and cost him lose still. I think it's an next situation because I, this is why I do feel as if you all need to trade because I don't feel it. People have been saying, you know, LeBron can get an ex-superstar. I honestly don't feel like players, stars, are lining up to play nope. with LeBron. Not and, these but not these young fellas. And not these young fellas. Because I, I feel as if now free agency has shifted. And I tell someone to say, free agency has shifted to where people ain't really concerned about 
jamming together for no super team. Nope. They already look at the Warriors. They say, this team got the flicking NBA on lock. Why we need to jam up yeah, in a situation to just get up getting beat anyway? Yeah, you ain't get my money. Let me get my money. Paul George wanted to come to L.A. It was known he wanted to come to L.A. He had a chance to come to L.A. right then and there. And he said, you know what? Let me just choose the bag. I just, I just need to get paid right now. I don't need to worry about winning championships. And I think this version of NBA players, they are only concerned about where they want to go. Kawhi yeah. Leonard, come out. Hey, I won't go to the Lakers. He come out with a list. Jimmy Butler come out with his list. I won't go to these amount of teams. Kyrie come out with his list. I won't go to this amount of teams. So these NBA teams, and, and you look on the list, some of the teams ain't even winning games. Because no. Kawhi said he wanted to go to the Lakers before LeBron joined. Yeah. Jimmy said he wanted to go to the Nets, Knicks. Kyrie said he wanted to go to the Suns and stuff like that. So these niggas ain't really concerned about winning. They concerned about where am I going to make my money and where am I going to have a good life. So I think you all do need to trade for a star. Um... And I, I think Andy Davis, I obviously think next year for sure, I wouldn't be surprised if he asking out at the beginning of the next year. Yeah, if he doesn't get traded by the deadline, February, he's gone over the summer. Yeah. Because it's no way you can, you can, I don't think, the, it's no way they could keep him. He, I don't think he'll sign an extension before touching free agency. And after he does touch it, that one over. Because teams will trade their assets to create space to get him. Teams like Boston still are. Boston, that's why, and this is really why the Lakers need to get him. Boston still has cap space. They have assets for this. And Boston still has a top three pick. They have Boston legit is going to get uh, R.J. Barrett, a Zion Williamson, or a top pick this year in the draft. They legit is going to have a they, top lottery pick. They have assets pick. for this. So, like, but if you don't get that by the trade deadline, you're going to be in a yeah. tight because... When the summer come, they have the number one. Don't let that be a number one pick. They're gone. You could and you could arguably say Boston have everybody. Um, the only person who probably ain't um who untouchable who ain't untouchable is is probably uh Jason Tatum. They probably ain't gonna trade him. No, but everybody else, you know, maybe Kyrie too. But everybody else, Jalen Brown is a young beast with a lot of teams. Love. Kyrie don't commit to a, 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 a thing. I might trade him too. I carry. I I schedule with carry. I think if the Bo- if Boston don't come out the East this year, I think Kari, I I think Kari too. Cause boy, this is last year on the contract. I think Kari goes. I giving next. you a deadline. Listen, you gotta tr- sign this extension. Let us know if you are gonna be here by a certain point in time. If you don't sign this by the middle of January or the beginning of February, yeah. Listen, I letting you go for free, cause we ain't get you for free. Technically, they did, cause Isaiah Thomas was trash. Yeah, they probably. Did. But. I didn't want something back for you. Yes, and you realize they could get another first round draft pick for Kyrie. Or they could get another player or something like play their assets that will really but be see, ridiculous. They ain't do it because Kyrie didn't say it. The promise them, but listen, I stay in Boston. I stay in Boston. But if you don't put you paper to pen, you ain't gonna promise me nothing. I need paper to pen. I always, Kyrie made that, that old talk, but I stay in Boston. He said that the beginning of the season when Boston was looking like the clear cut favorites to come over the East. Now the team's a little murky. I don't see why Kyrie would stay in Boston knowing they wasn't on his list when he wanted to be a free agent. And knowing he probably had other teams he wanted to go to. So Kyrie is the interesting player you got to watch out for in free agency. Free agency next year could be crazy, to be honest. Um, you got plenty of big free agents next year. Well, like I say, we love to see how it, how it yeah. turns out because the NBA is going to be upside down. 
The NFL is going to be upside down because a lot of big contracts are going to come off the books. You got Le'Veon Bell. You don't know what the situation would be with Kareem Hunt. You got uh, some quarterbacks. Um, Jacksonville say they're done with bottles. So obviously they got to go find a new quarterback. We don't know if Kaepernick can try and get back in the race. Um, Baltimore is throwing out Joe Flacco basically for this young guy. They might have to go get a new one. Um, Let's not forget that the Giants have a good team that could be making noise next year. All they need is a quarterback. Obviously, Eli Manning is not going to be it. But if they get a nice quarterback coming out of college next year, the Giants could be a big team. The Cowboys. So all of this, we got to recap. And all this could be coming up in the in the near, the near future that we're going to recap. We're just going to give projections and expectations. But that's what we do. That's our job. So until we do that again, this is the experts. We out. Signing up. Kick it in the city when we in around town. Next door neighbors telling us that it's too loud now. Neighbor, can you please just turn that mess down? This is the sound of throwing pennies on the ground. Turn it up. I don't think